Let's give him something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. Okay, so we have all the audio going through the roadcaster. We've got the camera going through the camera, and it's all going through one computer. Anybody listening, please post and say yes is good. For Jamie's sake, please. Yes. So I'm going to sit over here and sulk. <laughs> Think about this. The, the interesting thing about this podcast, by the way, one, while well, we invited a guest and we're now completely embarrassed that we have. It works. We're good. Yes. Look <laughs> at us. Third time is the charm. Thank you. Yeah, so this yeah, is perfect. Podcast. See, she's positive about we, it. It's yeah, good. And I, it's a good thing I spent 45 minutes creating a nice cover sheet that's not on it. Which we can add later that, that said take two from Madison. I and said take 2.0. We thought about doing this every day. At one point, we we're going to do every day, and we'll do that. Thank God. Yeah. Although we might have worked out all the bugs earlier. We were on. in the middle of the 5K, and it was a great idea. And we had runners going. We got views of runners coming in one camera, going out the other camera. It was a great conversation. Then we realized that we didn't mute our mic on the computer, which gave us reverb and all that shit. And now, finally. Um, near the last workout of the games, we've got it, and we're doing a broadcast from the games from the RV park, and we're sitting in the in the back of a trailer doing it, um, and we're good to go. And Zia's here, and Zia's a ten uh, year plus affiliate owner. How long has your affiliate been? Open? Fourteen years. Fourteen years, and she's in San Diego, actually in Encinitas, beautiful Encinitas, by the way. If anybody hasn't been there, vacation down there, get an Airbnb. It's absolutely unbelievable. We're planning on making a trip down to San Diego. Totally I'm definitely going to be coming. I know about. where you can work out. I, I, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it, to be honest with you. Uh, CrossFit Counterculture is a very well-known gym, in uh, especially in Southern California. And Z and I have been on a couple of podcasts together, but more recently we were in the uh, affiliate lounge at the CrossFit Games uh, with two other 10-year-plus affiliate owners, one of them international, Ollie from, from Bath, uh, England. He was great. Um, spearheaded by Daniel Chaffee, who runs the international program for CrossFit. And they, we just had some great questions. We did. It was a great time. I heard you it, broke a few mics, too. He did. He broke so this two. is this is not just the sole There's only... There's a theme going on. There's <laughs> yeah, definitely a theme. Yes. And I, I, as I told... And so we can, we'll talk a little bit about that. And we can talk a little bit about the games. Everybody's watching the games. You know. And we're going to get you back. This podcast will be done so you can get back to... Yeah. The I last guess. event, because Zia wants to go to, and Jamie want to go to the uh, Coliseum, and I'm going to go to the Coliseum so we can see that last event, because the leaderboard is changing as, as we yes. speak. Every workout. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's been so good to watch. It's been one of the best leaderboard games yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the affiliate lounge in the Ten Arena. What was really cool about it, um, these are, uh, I think the average was like 14 years of, the, of all of us. Yeah. And what was, I, as I sat there, as they asked the questions, I was always a little nervous because I want to give good information and, and I don't want to sound like I know what I'm talking about and not, you know, just spouting off bullshit. Um, but what, what was fascinating to me was how like-minded all of us were when we gave the answers. And I just asked you this question, but I want to talk about it again because it was kind of cool. Do you, do you think that our answers are the same because of who was picked to be there or because 
we've been at it so long, all been at it so long, 10 years plus, that we've kind of cracked the code. And the code is what basically that we're telling them. I think it is. I mean, you and I are a lot alike as far as the way we run our business. However, I do talk to a lot of affiliates and I do think over the years we kind of evolved to kind of similar um, successful combinations for sure on how to run the affiliate and then, you know, figure out like like best practices and practices. And, And you over the years, I think I've changed my onboarding or elements program half a dozen, a dozen times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, Same. <laughs> you know, you're always like, oh, I think we can do this better, you know, yeah. it, but over time, you know, you talk to the, you know, double digit affiliate owners and we all kind of are like, oh yeah, that's where we landed. That's, yeah. that's what we're doing. I would encourage you, if you're affiliate owner and you're, you know, less than 10 years and you're struggling, even if you're over 10 years and you're, you're struggling or you got issues that you're not sure about and you need a second opinion, just just figure out, go on the affiliate maps or go somewhere and figure out, find one of these affiliate owners, call Zia, call me, message us, direct message us. I know she'll respond to it. I will respond to it. Other affiliate owners will and ask because you're right. We've probably all had, like, if I tell you a story that happened at Diablo about some random issue we had, you'd probably go, yeah, I kind of, I had a situation yeah, I, just yeah, like that. I did that. Yeah, there's always you know, something I've made every mistake in the book. So if you want to talk about it, yeah, we've gone through it. And I like that with the, you described your on-ramp program. We've changed ours multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when we're adjusting to, you know, certain circumstances like the pandemic, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we went through a big shift. I mean, like we had, it. like we talked about this at the OG party. Like there was so many people that came through our gym that were from like 24 hour oh, fitness that yeah. shut down and they're like, just finding a spot. But it's like, they're not necessarily a part of the community yet. So right. they don't understand like the flow in how we not do things. So yeah, they're like pulling benches out in the middle of the class. You can't do that. It's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's, 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 it's upper body day. This is what we're doing. <laughs> it's back and buys right now. <laughs> the, um, the, the cool thing about affiliates and, and Don fall, the CEO gets this cause he's, I've heard him say these things. And I think all, all of, CrossFit HQ gets it. So if you're affiliate owner, you know, you can kind of take a, a, a sigh of relief. They do not want all affiliates to be the same. They want us all to have some standards with respect to customer experience, meaning someone greets them with a smile when they walk in the door, makes them feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an, some sort of an introduction program so that they can learn the movements, whatever that format that takes. Um, and then there is, uh, in class, there's a warm up, there's a workout instruction, there's skill instruction during the class. And then there's a cool, maybe cool a cool down yeah. afterwards. Cool Those, down where you bring the class together right. and you yeah. continue that camaraderie. What works for Zia and her community in Encinitas. And this is, this is really cool. I, I actually going to tell this story because you told it to me yesterday. And I was, I literally was like a little bit what when we were sitting out here in, yeah. in front of the rv she has open gym she has an open gym. her gym is literally like if you went down there i think it probably looks a hell of a lot like ours too because we have a separate area where we allow open gym too and we allow our members to reserve that open gym spot for an hour and a half and then we we have opening and closing procedures she said same thing but she will allow she has you know about 50 open gym members yeah. if you don't mind me saying that yep. And, and they can come at all hours of the day. She has a key-based program where they can gain access. But she said even during the day in Encinitas, there might be a time when you'll go into the gym and there'll be, there might be no staff there. Yeah. Oh, really? 
So it's like a snap fitness kind of idea, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, you know, whatever works, is, it works. No. Right? Well, there is something. There's been times of Diablo accidentally where we didn't have anybody there in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I need a coffee, I leave the gym. I'll yeah. leave really? the gym. Really? Do, do you there leave the doors actually, open now? Uh, we leave all the doors open okay. from 5 a.m. until 8 p.m. And so there's... Uh, shift changes between one and three where there isn't necessarily a staff there got it um but the gym stays open and we are in a very it's a very unique situation for um i'm from baltimore i would not be doing that but but then yeah but but then again if there's members in the gym it's probably going to be okay like your members at this point right it's like our members our members know what to do yeah 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 like they'll take they'll pick up the ball and go with it yeah yeah especially if you have like it's all there. yeah and yeah the coach is also in there and it, like sure somebody that's been through an l1 and it's like there's not a coach that's right there available like that person that has an l1 will just kind of take the lead and continue on yeah, yeah. most definitely so you know, go back to my point is that it, you know the, she has um operates just a little bit differently for her area and in every crossfit affiliate depending upon the geography the neighborhood um who the owner is because every i think every community is a reflection of the owner and the type of person they are and what their own personal values are and and that's really freaking cool yeah your mic mic is okay i think it's something with the cord yeah isn't that like the most special concept about like the affiliate model versus like a franchise model because it's 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 special to that location it's special to that owner in that community where you can kind of do what works best for you guys 100 percent. and what's kind of cool about the bigger affiliates i don't know if you experience this but as you start getting you know 300 plus members you have little sub communities yeah oh yeah that's a really that's a really good way to put it and that's a whole nother challenge yeah it's a whole nother opportunity as well to service more people with like different persons yes yeah you know i haven't heard anyone that's a talk about that directly but that so happens and it happens in ours yeah so we have so if you go at like um, 10 a.m., we have an old, uh, a, a more experienced clientele that are all become that <laughs> have all experience. become really good friends. And then in the evening, we have a group of people that are that like to do Spartan races yep. and the and the Hydrox races, and they're always training. And they're asking, "Hey, can I use Open Gym because we want to practice our events that we're going to do?" And the, and they've created the kind of their own community of those yeah. folks. Yeah, and it's not clicks. No, that very clear. I was going to say clicks. No. that is unhealthy. It I love how you said it. Not communities within the community. And it's it's a cool thing that, you know, happens. And it's, it's an, yeah, go ahead. It's I mean, that's like kind of like an accident just because like they become friends within yeah. that class or in that yeah. time zone, whatever time that they're coming to the gym. And they, I mean, shoot, yeah. they make like lifelong it, it, friends. That I way. would say except for those pain in the ass Olympic weightlifters. <laughs> <laughs> until they start to come into class i mean let's Those use guys gabe so, gabe for example yes. right gabriel he's a 5 a.m or he was he was always an open strong gymmer man, yeah. strong man yeah he i remember seeing him go out in the back area and he would set up this pvc thing it was like 16 13 <laughs> feet tall yeah, yeah. and throw 50 pound sandbags over the thing and just in the last couple months he's he's a regular at the 5 a.m yeah, class, class which is 
It's, you know, it's like he's just like, I'm tired of yeah. being by myself. And he's just like, I'm just going to come in and work on getting fit. And it's it's such a cool thing it to is. see that happen. And I say that sarcastic about the women, Olympic weightlifters, because that yeah. is an important part of our community as yep. well. And those yeah. guys are just like when they move and they do their stuff they're doing. And then when they do their competitions, the mm -hmm. rest of our community kind of rallies around yeah. it. We mm -hmm. publish information. So as an affiliate owner, let that stuff happen. Yeah. I mean, and, keep and, an eye on it, obviously, yeah, obviously, making sure that everything's going well. Oh, you have yeah. to manage. Community. Yeah. I got advice about that from another affiliate owner. Um, as I started to get more and more members, I was like, I feel like clicks are forming. And a very wise affiliate owner, um, CJ Martin, how, yeah. you know, kind of coached me on there's a difference and let it happen. And once you hit a certain amount of members, then. Was he the one that said it's, a, it's like a sub community versus a click? Or is that something that you cued? I kind of just claimed, yeah. I mean, he was I just like, like it. let it happen. But yeah, I was like, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just... funny because I, yeah, I, I love that I haven't talked about it and I'm going to talk about it to other affiliate owners too. Yeah. Because it's really cool. It's a really good sign. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. With it, within really the growth is. of your, because now you've got, and, and, and I always say this, you want to get as many hooks in your members as possible. Like you want your, ultimately, let's the, on the business side of it, you want as many members coming and paying you every month as possible. Is that how it works? <laughs> to keep them you paying. Keep the doors open. Keep them paying. <laughs> keep them paying. So I, I invited Zia. She's just as <laughs> smart ass as I am. But you, you keep them paying. You get as many hooks in them as you can. And if they're part of a a sub community, that's another hook. They're not yeah. going to leave that sub community. That's they're going. They, they don't want to be on the outs. Yeah. Because it's really cool being a part of that. You know, the Hydrox group it's being cool being part of olympic lives cool being part of the strong man local yeah. competitions cross local the competitions, competitions all that that's great yeah. and john really focused on that and he made it very clear that he didn't want to change that he yep. just wanted yes. everybody to be successful yeah. and make sure that everybody that joins crossfit and tries crossfit walks away and says oh that's what everybody's talking yes. about if um the the so the franchise model is not what they want, but they do what no. they do want are some standards. We talked about some of what those standards are. And it's and and what one thing I asked, I asked a question because he's talked about accountability. And you know, when I hear accountability, I'm like, huh? you know, like, okay. Yeah. And one of the things I've said to CrossFit multiple times, I said it to Austin Meliolo, I said it to you know a number of people. There are there's times when I we've had members that have gone to other affiliates around the country and they come back and go on. Let me tell you about what happened. That was me. not a good experience. Yeah, we, we've we've had the opposite too, where they've gone and like, hey, such and such affiliates got cold plunge and a sauna. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, okay, great, thank you very cool. much. I feel like Don kind of nailed that down when he asked that question during the um, the athlete affiliate gathering up in he asked, yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. How many of you would have would be cool with your family going to some random CrossFit affiliate? Yeah. And it's like, unless you know them, unless you know their best practices, it's like, it's that bums me out. It really is a bummer. That, by the way, that's a bummer. But there's a huge opportunity for growth there. It, yes, right? it there made is. an excellent point because they, what yes. did they say about the chain? The weakest exactly. link, right? So exactly. Yeah. That's a, we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard because that CrossFit having a bad name is going to give us a bad name. But it's yes. like not necessarily just holding ourselves to a, cross, a higher standard. It's also holding our the rest of the community. Yeah. Like uh, We have control of ourselves, but it's like what's happening outside of yeah. your affiliate. How is that being consistent? Right. Yeah, and, and I've never found, I've never spoken to an affiliate owner like Z or any others that are successful and said, hey, 
if someone called you, would you not talk to them? Absolutely not. They yeah. will. And, and, but, and, but there was a period of time from, I want to say like 2013 to 2018, when we were all just didn't want to get, we didn't want to compete against other people. And yeah. we were like felt annoyed if someone opened up two miles away. And you're just like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. You know, I don't need to you know, help someone else you know, take my business away from me. And I think now after the pandemic, especially we're finding that I find that I'm certainly more eager to help other affiliates succeed and have the success that we're having. Um, and I think other affiliate owners, especially longer term affiliate owners are the same way. I think there's a big correlation between the affiliate owners that are successful and stay in business and the ones that are communicating with each other. Oh. For sure. That community that we yes. talk about in our gym and we're always telling our members how important our community is. That community also goes for the same for us as affiliate owners. That's a good point. During was, the pandemic, we had very well said. We yeah. had weekly calls with local affiliate owners in our area just to kind of be like, all right, what's going on with you guys? Yeah. How many members do you have on hold? Like who's got what problem? The affiliate owners that jumped on that call and were really present in those calls are here and standing today. And the ones that refused yeah. They're not with us. They There's were, a correlation yeah. between. Yes. The, the desire to help and want to ask for help and those that aren't here. And there's so many resources. This is the other thing now. There's no shortage of resources for affiliate owners now. Um, no. And, and, the, and, and I encourage, I said this, you know, I said this, I'm so I'm glad this, we've gotten back to this topic because I had a long conversation with uh, Fern at, uh, at uh, best hour today, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, at our party the other night, and and he's super impressive, and what they do is amazing. And he and the guys, he, they do have the answers. They know. They've talked to him. They've they've been through this stuff. And I hooked him up with someone that was gonna um that was retiring for, as a police officer in in Pennsylvania. But he wants to go back to his hometown. And he's like, should I buy the affiliate that's near me that's for sale, or should I go home and open up my own back to his town in Michigan? And I go, you need to talk to this guy, Fern. Fern's like, let me talk to him. And he spent a half an hour with him and just That's filled so it. Rad. That's yes. so rad. Cool. Yes. And, and the thing about it is, is Fern's a longtime affiliate owner. So he knows. He has, He's he has a cold plunge in his gym, by the way. Oh, so, yeah, see. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's really freaking cool. And, and he's here and he's out here, you know, he's a consultant yeah. and he gets paid for this stuff, but he gave him all kinds of free information yeah. that that's going to help this guy make the right decision. So there's a ton of help. Like there's no excuse now. So back to all the way back to the accountability thing is Don said, I said, I asked Don, okay, well, what are you guys going to plan on doing for accountability? What do you do for these affiliates that have only been around or that are, that are where the bad experiences happen? How are you going to know which ones have the bad experience and are, are creating a bad experience? And he said, it's something we're working on, we're planning on. But one of the things we see ourselves doing right away is making it voluntary. And I was like, what does he mean by that? And he goes, you, if you want to have your affiliate assessed. Yeah. But you, you can, yeah, you can call have, us up call us up and we'll have, they're going to send out, you know, basically they'll have a secret shopper come out or like a level four, level three, come out and give an assessment of what the experience is like. Yeah. An audit. An audit. And yeah. That's right. They call it an audit. The affiliate owner. Yeah. It's not like grading the affiliate, exactly. it's like working with the affiliate owner to improve. I mean, it's just not like, to be scary. That is yeah. a huge idea. It's just like coaching. Yes. You need feedback to get better. It's a little, and if you, you have said, somebody you coming up, like the yeah. level two. Yeah. It's, it's, it's having somebody come in with an objective mindset and just like, Hey, this is where you could use some improvement. And yeah. I mean, I think everybody needs that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great idea. I really, really do. 
Oh man, that's it. and so at, then we got all the way around to the questions. But we got around to the questions, and that and and he's and this one yeah. guy goes, "I've been I've owned my affiliate one year." He goes, "I want that audit now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really, he was really hungry for it too. Oh and yeah. Just, what what affiliate was that? Do you remember? Oh, I know. I don't I, remember I, the I, name, I, but he is officially the first. He was one of the first affiliates that joined the mentor program that uh, CrossFit's launching. Oh, that's awesome. So that is awesome. Cause they said that Don said that they were starting the audits. They were doing it overseas. They right? started the, yeah. Overseas. Is that what he said? Over, yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're yeah. starting overseas. Why not in the U S well, just be the kids resources. I feel like there's so many more well, resources here in the States. And I, so Jamie and I they're talked, trying to become more international, which yeah. is, is important. Yeah. I, I but the, the, there's an opportunity there for the best hour of the day guys, yep. for the fit affiliate guys, for the two brain business guys to offer up those mm -hmm. audits, just an audit, just a service with, yeah. a, with a report. And I talked to Jamie Lee about maybe this is something we can do with PRs all day, with yeah. PRs all day. They're like, Hey, you, you know, we'll have a coach come out though. And it, my and Yvonne was talking to Yvonne in the car. She goes, no, what you should have them do is from start to finish, have them reach out by email Tell them you're going to do a drop-in. See what the drop-in experience is like. Ooh, filling out yeah, a waiver, yeah, yeah. like the whole process. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That is a great idea. How many times do you hear, like, just joining a gym is hard? Yes. Yeah. Getting somebody on the phone. Right? Yeah. And it shouldn't. It's, and, what, and what that experience is when you walk in. Yeah, what you, you know, want, like, well, who's, who's, who's approaching you? Yeah. Is somebody being friendly is and, 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 and uh, inviting? And so I think that audit process, and if you, you know, if you're – if you're an affiliate that wants one, find someone to do it for you. Like ask a friend to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and really, yeah. and then every affiliate owner, I think, knows what the experience should be like. So let's see if they see if that's the what they're getting. Yeah. In yeah. that experience. And make sure you're not in the building when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's the big catch. <laughs> I mean, it's like we yeah. have a few few uh, people at our gym that'll provide some feedback and not everybody knows that they're the ones providing feedback. That's right. So I, that, so the audit thing, I think the CrossFit's going to do, but the accountability, but they, they're interested. And then they, they dropped the new CrossFit maps, which does rank affiliates based upon certification levels, which is cool. I don't know if it's a ranking or it's a point score. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but I think that is at first it tweaked me a little bit. I'm like, what really? Because all they're just trying to do is sell more certifications. And I'm like, well, more certifications will make better coaches. Yeah. I mean, you think about how many affiliates that have just level ones yeah. running classes. And, and I mean, level, how many gyms, and level ones can do great classes. They can. And it, I mean, like, it's just it's just an example, right? And, and oh, how, right. Many, how many people have L2s that are coaching classes? Yeah. Like, the level two is like, really, if you were planning to coach, you should be going through your level two. Like, in my opinion, yes. I think like that, is, that should be like standard. And if you want to take yourself to that next level, level three, now you've officially become a trainer. And then the level four is like, you know, how well do you want to improve on your own self? Yeah. Uh, are all your coaches level two? I have all of my coaches except for one are level two, and I will have six level threes by the end of the year. Awesome. That's yeah. amazing. Who's going oh, L4? Damn. I haven't even started tackling. Six I'm level, six level threes, yeah. though? <laughs> we'll have six level threes. She's whooping her ass. Man. Man. I know. I'm a level three. Yeah, I'm really Did Alessandra pass level three? I don't know. Has she taken her test yet? 
I don't know. I think she did. I know she. I know I she's practicing I for the setting up, for it. So I haven't even taken it yet. Six. Damn. I'm yeah. gonna take it in two weeks. So good for you. Yeah. So we. So we had mostly level ones, a few level twos, and then I pulled up my um, neighboring CrossFit, CrossFit Sweatshop, and they run a great shop, and they're about two miles away from us. Uh, Nabil Lankin and his wife, and they they do. They run a great gym. Um, and their community is distinctly different than ours, yep. but a great gym. And I pulled up his coaching thing, his, his list of coaches, and they were all level twos and level threes. Oh, really? And that was when I decided that all of our Diablo coaches have to be level two. And so that, right, so it's, a, it's an elevation. Like I, yeah. for, and CrossFitters are competitive. Yeah. But, but you, you know, I want to, that raises the bar. So Nabil positively influenced me and Diablo CrossFit and made CrossFit better which is what he wants because he wants people to come to my gym and have a good experience. He doesn't want people to have a shitty experience and mm -hmm. two miles away from them. Yeah. And then they tell 10 of their friends that live in the area, yeah. don't go to CrossFit. They yeah. won't know the difference between Sweatshop and Diablo. Yeah, they just think CrossFit. Just yeah. think CrossFit. He wants, yeah, he wants us to, you know, and I want when people to go to his gym to have a great experience. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so I don't mind that on the maps now. I thought about it at first. So I was like, eh, and then I realized, no, no, that's a good thing. Yeah. So accountability, then the maps, and then I think with I think eventually you're going to get to a point where they're going to, because CrossFit is doing so much and becoming, I mean, it, they're they're on this trajectory where they're headed up. I have a feeling that it's going to be harder to become a CrossFit affiliate, and if you're not doing a good job, it may be harder to retain your affiliation. I like it. So do I. I'm okay with it too. Yeah. I'm definitely okay with it. Um, and I like how they're not trying to make everyone the same. They're just like, do you, but do it well. Do it. Yeah. Yes. Can't you need to practice virtuosity? Yeah. Yep. There is. Um, so um, side note at the party I learned, um, I talked to someone that was on, sitting on the airplane coming out here, sat next mm. to the lead investor for Berkshire. And Berkshire is the investment private equity company that's invested in uh, in uh, CrossFit, the people essentially that own CrossFit. And he said that as part of their due diligence process through the whole um, evaluating CrossFit and kind of seeing where it is versus the other uh, fitness programs that are out there, they did a survey. And they one of the survey they did, they surveyed SoulCycle, F45, Orange Theory, and then I think one or two others. And, they, and one of the questions they asked, one of the most most poignant questions was um has the, this fitness program or your fitness program um positively impacted or changed your life for the better 35 percent of those recipients said yes it has they did the same survey for the same number of people for cross people that have done crossfit 85 percent literally 85 percent said yes that's a in survey world that's, that's a huge number yeah <laughs> that's a huge number I love that they did that because um, as it, it, when you look at when you look at the fitness business as an outsider, um, especially an investment guy, you're going, huh, what's cool. Here's Barry's boot camp. I know they have 300 locations or, you know, 3000 locations. And I know they on average, they have 250 people or 400 people that are coming and they're paying X amount of dollars. And here's their churn rate. That's how they evaluate the business. And how do they keep it? Here's their marketing spend here. CrossFit, you can't you can't look at affiliates like that. Yeah. And hey, how do we, and we can open up more if we spend, you know, $500,000 per affiliate, we put it or per franchise location, we put this amount of equipment in, you put this in, and then you install two managers, you know, and you get a morning manager and night. You know, that's how they look at the fitness world. And I'm glad that Berkshire is looking at this from a different lens. Yeah. From more of a satisfaction, life changing event, curing chronic disease lens. Yeah. 
Because that's where CrossFit is going to win at the end of the day. So um, Nike announced, by the way, did you see the Nike announcement? No. No, what did they say? Yeah, Nike's, Nike, Nike's uh, launching a, a boutique fitness Oh, uh, gyms and their first ones, their first four are going to be in LA, which is no surprise. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, <laughs> in their press statement, it said they are going to be forging community. No, oh, oh yeah, yes. oh my god, our legal department will be all over them. <laughs> forging community, <laughs> all right, which is again, you go back to Nicole Carroll's statement like, community is not something you build. Community is something that happens as a result of the effort. The it's a hard byproduct, work. right? It's a yeah, byproduct. It's a you byproduct. join a gym for fitness, and yeah. then the extra credit is the community. Yeah, it's those sub-communities, right? Yeah, it's you join within a gym your community. for fitness, yeah. and you stay because of community. Yes. For I me. look at those types of programs, and look, and I said, I, the, good for them. The, try it. You know, let's, the, let's get more people in because those people are the training grounds for CrossFit affiliates. Yeah. The people come in and do the Nike Fitness, then maybe graduate and feel confident enough. Is that what they're calling it? Nike Fitness. I don't know what they're calling it. I called it that. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Wow. Wonder um, if it's gonna be a franchise. Let's. Um, so we we got a little bit of time left because I want to get you guys back in time for the for the Coliseum. Um, the CrossFit Games experience overall for Uzia. Um, I think this year has been amazing. Yeah. Um, on a like rated versus the last three CrossFit games. This one's by far the best. I wow. mean, just the energy. I think this time, I don't know if it's because it's the last time here. There's been so many more affiliates here. Uh, John yes. said yesterday in the talk, 10% of affiliates worldwide attended. Yes. That's 1,100 plus affiliates signed up to, to, to be part of the affiliate lounge. That's three times more than last year. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a really good sign. I mean, and just I've, there's been so much HQ staff that we've been able to talk to and been just hanging wow. out everywhere. That's a good point. They're, I mean, they're not hiding in a box. They're not. Yeah. Doing their, you know what? They're in the that stands walking around, waiting in line about for that. food. They're everywhere. They're literally just an arm's length away for everybody to talk to and just. I hadn't even thought about that, but that's at 100 yeah. percent way more accessible. Yeah. I actually, I actually feel I felt bad for Don, and I even told him that, and a couple of other people. Uh, Nicole, like Nicole, I, I see her at the Best Hour of the Day podcast, and I see her up in the lounge, and I see They're her everywhere. Daniel yeah. Chaffee all day long. He's in that freaking lounge. Yeah, you're right. Way yeah. more accessible. Yeah, just one big happy community. Yeah, uh, Jamie um, Games versus the last three years of the games. This one's the about. last three years. Yeah, this one definitely. Oh, that's cool. This one definitely. Um, I mean, I thought it was cool because I mean, we were we were here coaching, you know, some of the age groups, and Yvonne was competing. And last year, it was all overlapped, and it felt like it was just too crammed. Oh yeah, there was just too much stuff going on. It was hard to kind of like you know walk around, be socialized, and and you know network or inter interact with other people. Yeah, just go back. Let me go back to that point real quick so mm -hmm. that people understand that the so in the past uh, the um, age groupers their workouts overlapped a couple days with the individuals and individuals. the teams. Oh yeah. And the teams. And so the they, teams. They're kind of all intertwined. So you, you would go to one, you miss, you might miss another event mm -hmm. or it's back to back and it's exhausting. So you wouldn't go to one because yep. you're going to the other. And then by the time you got to the last age groups, no one was going. Well, an award ceremonies for the age groups was during one of the, the main events. <laughs> oh, and I remember the bar. And I was like, 
where's award ceremonies? Because and we're like running to see our athletes podium. Yeah. And, um, and this year they they put the age groups first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I want to end with, by the way, is rumors because that's always the good stuff. <laughs> but um, but they put the age groups first and then the the individual athletes, so it's easier to see it. Yeah. And like last year, I wasn't able to participate and come like. Being able to go up to the affiliate lounge with you guys and, and just kind of hear the state of CrossFit, yeah. what's going on like that. To me personally, I think that is really important information, especially as yeah. like we continue to provide and move forward with what we're doing already. And last year, I felt like it was just a, a big disconnect. Yeah. But I mean, I think this year was was it was a hit. I really enjoyed them being separate. Yes. And I love the games and I'm really sad it's Sunday. So you've yeah. got some extra days out of it. So, yeah. I'm a big fan. With no. it being separate, that's a good lead into what's the possible. Well, hang on one second. Hang on one second. There's the, the last thing I, would, uh, I wanted to add to that. I look for, I was talking to Matt this morning about the games, uh, Matt Schindeldecker, and we're sitting here talking. I said, yeah, you know, I just don't feel like okay, every year there's a big seminal moment. Yeah. Of what like that defines the games. It's powerful. It's through the workouts, and it's as a result of some, some cool workout. And last year, and everybody agreed, it was when Rebecca Fusilier was carrying yeah. the yeah. Fusilier stones. It was even before that. It started when they, you know, you watching these athlete, athletes collapse and they couldn't get those bags over yeah. the line. They're ten feet yeah. away from the finish line. Yeah. It was and they, so great! Oh, it was unbelievable. It was a defining moment for the games. And then Rebecca Fusilier finished it off with yeah. her climb up the stairs. So you got that, and then, and I'm thinking, yeah, they don't have one this year. And then, sure enough, and I feel bad because you're talking injured. about Krennikov. Roman, yeah, Krennic, Roman yeah. Krennikov. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it resulted in an injury, yeah. but oh my goodness. And so what was the injury that he had? He broke a bone in his foot. And I guess he tore, tore some ligaments also. Yeah, like it, he, he not just broke his foot, but he wrecked his foot. Wrecked his foot. So he, is, he, he literally was on his way to win. He was either first or second, yeah. Yeah, for was, sure. He was going yes. to second, but these workouts were in his favor at the yes. end. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even the one that he couldn't. Really cool do 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jeffrey, Jeffrey Adler said he's going to need help. He goes, Jeffrey Adler had moved to first place. He goes, I'm still going to need help because Roman is unbelievable. Yeah. And then Roman was injured, but he showed up for the workout, and which included double unders with a heavy rope. Couldn't put any weight on his ankle and did double unders with a one Same foot leg. Foot. Dude, the energy in the stadium was oh my gosh. like, I, I can't even figure, figure a way to like describe it. I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Oh, it was yeah. just, you, you're just cheering for him. Like, it's the best, best way to put it right there. Yeah. such a great guy. And even if like, in the so interview, like, oh, the, the interview, interview, they interviewed, they interviewed oh. him first. And yeah. they, they, I mean, he started breaking down. And then even Fakowski, who won the event, was breaking down. And like, yeah. that's, that's, he was like, a Roman deserves to be up Only in CrossFit. Only yeah. in CrossFit yeah, do, you, do you have that kind of, you know, compassion for your competitor. Yeah. yeah. It crazy. was amazing. That's the moment right yeah. there. Wow, and you don't want it to happen that way, but that no. is that yeah. is so CrossFit. Um, and, and I know for the documentary, Roman probably was one of the focal points, so that's going to be a part of it, yeah. which is really freaking cool. Yeah. Um, on, we'll finish this. That's so that's cool, and and I and I agree. This is this is this experience out here in the RV park. Even though mayhem annoyed the shit out of me, I still love seeing all their people <laughs> working out. Um, I did figure out, by the way, Rich Froning, uh, Mayhem, they, kid, they parked, he parked his huge, probably $120,000 boat out in the parking lot next to the workout area with his logo on it. And all weekend long, I was bitching about his boat. I did love, though, that Zia came over and said, yeah, here you are bitching about them working out and, we, <laughs> and you paid. We paid to come here to the games to watch people work out. 
This is literally why we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. But anyway, he's got his boat out there. But I figured out why his boat's out there because it, it, now he's got film and evidence that he is indeed using it, it for business. Part of the business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he yeah. can write that son of a bitch off. Hey, he's playing the game. Oh, so now I, him, you know? now I admire him even more. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so the RV experience has been awesome this year. The 5K, including yeah. people let people do the 5K. I yeah. love it. The affiliate lounge was awesome. Every workout they did, they had they did the uh, go rock thing yeah. with the affiliate people. Mm -hmm. That was a large crowd. So all of the fan stuff, and and I forgot about, and I kind of take for granted the, the access to management. It was off the hook this year. You could talk to anybody. Anybody you want. Yeah. It so was, it was great. Congratulations, uh, Don Fall and mm -hmm. Dave Castro and uh, Adrian Bosman and your entire crews because this is thumbs up from all of us. Finally, next year. Um, Don admitted in the affiliate lounge that it would not be international next year. And I understand no. that. So it's it's in the they, US. But yeah. it is the goal. It is in the, the distant cards. In the future. The Whether it be distance future. or near, yeah. Yeah. Now I, I think that that's at least three years off because any place they move to next year, they gotta stay there for a few years really to to keep the cost down. Because once you get to a place, you kind of figure out you can leave your equipment there. Yeah. Right. So if you bring all your equipment to the car, like they kept stuff stored here in Madison. For, yeah, yeah. For a while. For you, you, you know, he confirmed it wasn't in Madison, but he confirmed it would be us. This yeah, year. yeah. 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 So. And so I, my, my vote was Charlotte, but I'm now leaning toward Dallas. Me too. Me too. Now I'm going to reveal something here and, and because she's already done is is Zia is so convinced by her choice that she actually did you make the reservation? Yeah. She actually made a hotel reservation <laughs> near Love the, the Dallas Convention Center because the Dallas Convention Center was one of the um, was one of the people that had put in a bid to to get the CrossFit Games. But that's brilliant because you can cancel that. I can cancel it if it's not if I'm not yeah. right. Fine, I'm banking on it being the same dates too because I I booked them for the same date. So <laughs> Zia's already got if a hotel reservation if for they're next booked, year. Then I'll. You know, adjust. but I, I definitely made a reservation. The only thing I'm really hoping is that uh, they have a place for RVs. It they, looked yeah. like they did on okay. Google Earth. I got oh, okay. real like <laughs> you geeked out on it. it. Yeah, so, that's amazing. But so, I could be wrong. But I was just, I uh, think it's going to be in Dallas. I hope right. it is. So, so on this podcast, we're calling we're calling Dallas, uh, which is awesome. And what was the other? Do we have any other members that we were age group? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that's okay. So age group. So here's and and this is going around amongst the masters. This isn't anything new. We're not releasing anything new. I don't think. Um, we believe that the age groups, which includes teens, will be pulled out from the games, and in and held in a separate competition. Don't get mad to get upset. I think it's actually a good thing. I do too. Um, I think that it could be a whole nother big event. Um, people can only take so much time off, right? Yeah. Not all of us can like take the entire week. It. I've been gone for, yeah, nobody can leave for 10 days, but if it was another event, I think more people could spectate. Yeah. Also with it being its own event, it could be 20 people instead yes, of per 10. Age That's right. And True. then one workout isn't such a detrimental thing. Yeah. It could be more of an actual competition. And with all these games, athletes aging up, it's a really opp big opportunity to get people like known people in yeah. there to watch um, yeah i think it would be huge no I, I i agree i mean it's it's like i mean just even from the three events the three three different divisions we got the age group we've got the individuals and then there's the teams yeah you know, I'd i mean i've been on a team for years and it's like for me personally i think that that it's a chance for like affiliates to kind of come together and support like a team 
assuming yes. it stays as an affiliate well, cup. Well, and, which and, is what they did this year, which is. Well, yeah, here, that's true. That's true. It, it creates another event that affiliates can go to, too, because yeah. yeah. affiliate owners like going to where their members are. Not, yep. And the, most of us have more members doing masters than we do the than, than doing the games. Yeah. The games are the most of those athletes are in camps now. They're they're yeah. outside yeah. of affiliates. Um, and so so now the games can dedicate its focus. The games crew, Dave games have can dedicate its focus to making that the Super Bowl and continue letting that, letting it go and become the, the beacon, you know, for CrossFit mm-hmm. um, or, and the beacon for like telling the word of CrossFit through their commercials and, and publicity. But then now the masters can become, and there are several successful pro uh, uh, competitions, the masters fitness collective and That's a good one. the legends which is rumored to be the guys that might be taking over the legends is a run, run an amazing competition for masters. And so now the masters got some dedicated. And if, if they partner with CrossFit, it'll be the CrossFit CrossFit games legends or something. So this is the hopes that they have their own specific event so they can, they can be spotlighted being the side show. I love that. That, That's it. That's the way to, that's the way people should interpret it. It's not that CrossFit is banning it. It's that the CrossFit masters are outgrowing it. And you can saw it, you know, on the internet with, you know, the coverage, everybody's upset about the coverage. They've outgrown it and yeah. they, they deserve more and they can get more if they're separate from the games. I yeah. agree. I love it. Oh, that's cool. All right. I'm going to, we're going to put an end to this so we can go back. We want to watch that last event. What's cool about the leaderboard this year, guys, it can change. We, yeah. we don't know who the winner it's is. Been, it's been such a, such a shamble. It's all over the place. All right. All right, guys. Thank thank you. you. Thank you.